The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey everyone, welcome to the quick hitter version of Catch and Shoot 2.0. Today we're talking NBA draft and we broke down which players are rising on draft boards and which ones have taken a tumble. All right, we've talked about the top of the draft. Let's talk about maybe some guys who might shoot up draft boards or, you know, guys that teams might be looking at in that mid to late first round and saying, this is a guy that I really like. If he's there, that's my guy. Let's take a look at some of the guys who have really shot up draft boards. Who are you looking at so far, Daniel? I mean, the, the guy that I see the most shooting up the boards is Patrick Williams, who um, from Florida State, one of those guys who was sort of buried in a super talented roster this past season. But um, yeah, I'm not sure I, I see it personally. I mean, like he's a great athlete. He has this really sort of polished mid-range game for a guy who doesn't seem like he's very raw, but the, the mid-range is there. I mean, I see a lot of people comparing him athletically to Jalen Brown. Like, I don't think he's the player Jalen Brown is, but the athletic profile is, is similar in that sense. He's really strong. Um, he's like 6'8", kind of like a 3-4 hybrid. Um, and so, I mean, I've seen him mocked as high as 6 to Atlanta, which definitely seems like a reach to me. But, um, yeah, he's definitely got to watch out for us. I mean, he could go as, anywhere as high as like 6 or 7. Um, when, I mean, earlier in this cycle, like, you know, four or five months ago, I was seeing him like mid, late first. So um, he's got us shooting up a lot of boards. Um, so, yeah, look out, I would look out for Patrick Williams. Oh, what about Kira Lewis? I've been hearing people saying some good things. Like, what, what, what's the story on him? Yeah, Kira Lewis, I mean, from, you know, point guard from Alabama. Um, he's a sophomore, but he's only 19, so he's got, like, that freshman age that everyone, you know, is, is, is looking for. Um, I like Kira Lewis a lot. I mean, he's, he's only 165, which is, like, the knock on him. But um, he looks bigger than that on tape to me. And he doesn't also have, like, he doesn't have that jaw frame that doesn't look like he can hold any muscle. Like, I think he could fill out really nicely. And, um... He's really fast. He's really aggressive. He does – I mean, he really looks to me like a bigger Colin Sexton, and not just because they both played for Alabama and have similar hair, but um, because he really just – his game reminds me he's really fast in the open court, real nose for the basket. Um, and he could shoot, too. He was, like, almost 50-40-90, I think. I could be wrong on that. But um, this, the splits were really good, too. So um, he's a guy to, to definitely look out for rising up boards. I could see him going as high as maybe, like, seven or eight Knicks, Pistons, those teams that need point guards. Um and then really the, the wild card for me that I've seen rising up a lot of boards is, I believe it's Alexej Pokusevsky, I think is how you pronounce it. I haven't heard it said out loud, but um, he is an 18-year-old kid from Serbia, I believe, who um, is a seven-footer who I think weighs about as much as I do. He is so thin. There is so much work to be done physically on him. He is, I mean, like the two years away from two years away thing could certainly be applied to him as well as, a, as it was to Kaboko like six years ago. Um, but he has this really intriguing skill set. He can shoot and he can really pass and like kind of handle too. And so like, he really doesn't have a position. I mean, he's sort of, if you have to compare him to someone, he looks like a very, very raw version of like what Porzingis looked like as a rookie basically, but he can pass really well too. He makes these crazy like left-handed cross court passes and he's not a lefty. And so um, he's really fascinating. And for me, I mean, I think, especially now that they have that second first round pick, presumably if this true deals goes through, I think it's, he's just begging for OKC because, I mean, OKC is working on, like, the long play of all long plays. They're not getting their picks for, like, four more years. And so to just take him, lock him in the weight room for, like, four years and, like, see what emerges, I think it makes so much sense. So um, 
yeah, I, I, I think he could be really good. I wouldn't take him anywhere higher than like mid twenties. Cause I think there's no shot he plays in the NBA in the next two seasons, but um, he's really interesting. So um, watch some tape. You'll be, you'll like what you see. Awesome. I'd have to check that out. Okay. You talked about the risers, you know, inevitably there's going to be that player that's sitting there who's saying, well, I was mocked in the top 10. People thought maybe my floor was top 15. Now I'm sitting here in 2025 range. Who's really kind of falling down draft boards? Yeah. Um, I don't, we mentioned him earlier, RJ Hampton. I, I haven't seen him, him mocked in the lottery very often recently. Um, I like him a lot. I mean, he's, he's a really great athlete, like a truly elite athlete. Um, and he knows how to use it too. I mean, there are a lot of guys who are just like the pogo stick guys who, you know, can really leap, like don't really use it in the half court, but um, I don't feel that way about Hampton. Um, he's really quick, goes side to side really fast, but his season in New Zealand wasn't great. He wasn't playing that much. The team was really bad. Uh, his splits were not good. The jumper, there's a lot of work to be done. So, um, yeah, I think Hampton is a guy who um, who could slide a little bit. I also feel that way about Cole Anthony, who um, another kind of similar to RJ Hampton in the sense that he was really highly recruited coming out of high school. The season for you know not not exclusively his fault, but the season at UNC did not go well. Um, and yeah, I just there's so many. Not only there's so many point guards in this draft, but there are also just so many point guards. Like, how many teams need a starting point guard right now? There's like three of them, I feel like. And so there's more guards like point guards in this draft than point guards like starting slots in the league. And so like. For me, I don't see Cole Anthony as a starting point guard anyways. I mean, I see him as more of like a Lou Williams, kind of like a spark plug. And so, like, I could see Philly taking him. I think they're the 19th pick. Um, I could see him in um, in Boston um, for, at 14, maybe as the highest I, I would see him going. Just people who need bench production, because I do think he could come in and score pretty pretty immediately. But, um, yeah, I've seen him. I've seen him slipping a little bit, too. Earlier you mentioned uh, you mentioned the Knicks, and, and I'm, I'm one of these guys who – uh, I have a love-hate relationship with them in that I hate that I used to love them. <laughs> so, so I was wondering where, where, who you think the Knicks might wind up with. Sure. I mean, I've seen a lot of stuff tying them to Obi Toppin um, at eight, who I think would – I mean, I'm really high on him. So I think, um, I think eight would be great, a great spot for him to go, like great value for him. Um, I really don't – I mean, other than Barrett, who, you know, can play a lot of positions, he's not really a guy you have to, like, build around per se. I don't see them as having any, like – you know, if there's, like – a big man, if they like Okongu falls them at eight and they like him, I don't think the presence of Mitch Robinson should deter them. Like, I really think they could go anywhere with this pick. And so I think Toppin would be great for them, especially because he's a guy, you know, people are, are scared off by this. He's 22, which, you know, it's like 60 in NBA draft terms in 2020. <laughs> but, um, he, um, he's a guy who's going to step in and contribute. Like he's not a, he's not a project. He's not a guy who there's a lot of questions about. It's pretty clear what you're getting with him. And so um, I think he's um he's a guy that Knicks could end up with. I also really like Kyra Lewis for them um at eight. I think I just see him as a starting point guard in the league. And so I mean like, you know, the Knicks have obviously a lot of a lot of needs. Um that's kind of sort of the usual the usual situation out there. But um yeah, I think Kyra Lewis could step in. I would look at Halliburton too for them at eight. Um yeah, I mean I would look for them to go for a guard, but I think if Toppin is there, that's good value as well. Um so there's really I mean there's essentially, I mean, it should be best player available. There's really no, no wrong answer if you're the Knicks. You just need competent guys, please. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you're just crushing Otto right there, just saying I'm you sorry, need a competent guy. He, he right keeps there. wanting some glimmer of hope, and nobody's giving it to him. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's I've, 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 moved on. I've moved on. I've moved on. It's, it's all so good, though. All right, all right, Daniel, I have to ask you. He got his next question, and I have to get my Kansas basketball question. Oh, there's, two, there's two guys projected in the second round. It's going to end up probably being middle second round. Yudoka Azubuki, who was a big part of that Kansas team, was the number one team heading into what would have been the NCAA tournament this year. They were led by their point guard and Devon Dotson. Two completely different – you mentioned point guards. 
Devon's never been much of a shooter, but how good of a value is a young player who is a sophomore coming out of college, Devon Dotson, in the second round? Yeah, I mean, I think Dotson is pretty good. Um, I like him in the open court. He's fast. He's aggressive. Um, he's, he's a good finisher inside. So, like, he can do some things. I don't know. It's really – there are there's so many that there's, like, between Cassius Winston, Grant Riller, um, Dotson, Malachi Flynn. Like, there are so many of those. Like, Peyton Pritchard like really successful college point guards and so like differentiating between those is is tricky um I think out of that group Winston would definitely be my favorite but um I mean you know the sort of the line I feel like in the second round is like can this guy make our team even like marginally better if you know if you get a guy in the second round who is on your roster and plays minutes that's a win and so like I think Dotson could do that so um as a bouquet I mean like I don't he could be like a JaVale McGee I think which like JaVale McGee kind of helped the Lakers, sort of. So like, JaVale McGee has helped a lot of teams over the years. Yeah, I mean, like, he's just been that floater, right? Like, doing, yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he plays hard. There has been some, you know, like the conditioning has sort of come and gone. But like, he did look a lot better this season, as we talked about before um, before the pod. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he's aggressive. He could certainly, if nothing else, I mean, he could help a team win regular season games, which, like, I think we forget. I mean, that's important, too. It's not just about who's in your crunch time rotation in the semifinals. So, like, I think both those guys, I mean, you know, there are worse places to go in the second round. I think they could, they could help teams. So, yeah. Rock chart. So, uh, so, so let's talk about a little bit about a team that is not, uh, figure doesn't have the, it's not scheduled to have the pick, but is one of those teams we keep talking about late, late in the season, the Houston Rockets. So they've got an interesting situation. Where do you, how do you think? What's that? I said, do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, yes. <laughs> so, how, how do you? See, I'm going to make you. How do how do you see that 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 playing it playing itself out? I mean, this is another team that that um, clearly has not gotten to the promised land with uh, with the with the roster that they have. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to you know like pose as if I have any any breaking intel on the on the situation there. Um, I don't. I don't. I have seen. You know, I've had several people text me today asking about how I feel about Harden in Brooklyn. That just makes my brain hurt. Like honestly, I've I've said to everyone, I don't even want to exert the energy necessary to even think about that until it becomes like until you can't avoid it. Um, I did see Woj tweet that the two teams have not talked. So I mean, like I, you know, and if that deal does happen, that's going to be a long, arduous Anthony Davis esque process that won't happen by the end of the week or anything like that. So um, I don't know. I mean, like I don't know if there's a team in the league I'd less want to be than Houston right now, honestly, because like it's very clear they're it's just not a championship team and that team isn't getting better. So like, and you have Westbrook, you overpaid for him. And now, you know, he's the, the contract isn't going away. I don't, um, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I mean, this is another one of those instances where I'm glad I'm not a GM. It's just like, that's a tough problem. And I'm glad it's not mine. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's all. I, that's all I really have to say. <laughs> yeah. I could just think about this for a second. So, so Harden to Brooklyn, I mean, Oh, I, I agree with I mean, yeah, my head is hurting too, right? I'm just, just trying, to, trying to mull that over, like, what the heck that would look like. I don't know. I mean, I think if you want to, you know, get into it briefly, I mean, like, KD can play with anybody. We've seen that in Golden State. He can, you know, he's just, his, he has such a complimentary skill set anywhere he goes. Um, I, I mean, in terms of, you know, Harden and Kyrie, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that works. Um, I think both those guys, especially Harden, I mean, partly by design in Houston, do not operate well off ball. So that's, and those guys operate very heavily on with the ball in their hands. So I really, I don't know what you would do there. I mean, Harden has never really been asked to play off ball 
like ever. He's never been asked to score in the mid range either, which I think is something he could actually do pretty well if he was asked to do it, but he wasn't ever asked. Like he was specifically told not to in Houston. I, I take it. So um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, if it happens, I will, I will sit down and, and form more of a um, articulate viewpoint on it. I don't think I can handle it right now, at least not on a month. <laughs> Give me a few more days. Well and, well, and here's the thing. If either of you can figure out how to make those cap numbers work, then yeah. it, it could yeah, potentially no. happen. But that seems to be a pretty big barrier in the way. You got yeah. $38 million with Harden, and I, I just don't know how you balance out those salaries. Well, they don't sign the three of us, probably. I've seen some reports <laughs> of Westbrook um, of some some New York interest in Westbrook and some pressure from Thibodeau to make win now moves. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see Westbrook in a Knicks jersey in in a, in a few short months. So you just gave out on a heart attack. Who knows? Wow. It can always get worse. And if you want to check out the full version of Catch and Shoot 2.0, if you want to hear a little bit more about the NBA draft, free agency, and trades that are being consummated this week, check out the full version. It's courtesy of Pure Hoops Media.